This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Let'sTalkIdeas.org, your budget-friendly custom design firm, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. U.S. trade embargo harms medicine production, says Cuba. Development Bank of Jamaica launches $1 billion loan program for agricultural sector. Antigua poised to become home port for P&O cruises. St. Vincent and the Grenadines Prime Minister praises rainforest Caribbean investment as as part of region's economic integration. Grenadian film at 75th Locarno Film Festival in Switzerland and DC World Reggae Festival set for August 20th to 21st. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Wednesday, July 20th. We start a report today in Cuba. HaitiNews.net via Chinua News reports that U.S. sanctions against Cuba are harming the island nation's production of medicine. Tanya Ruquiza, vice president of Cuban pharmaceutical maker BioCuba Pharma, said, on Tuesday. The U.S. blockade restricts Cuba access to raw material supplies, spare parts, and reagents that are necessary for the country's production of medicine, Urquiza said. The unilateral policy of the United States has created a financial siege against the island and created a group of shipping companies that refuse to work with Cuba, she said during a press conference in Havana. The Caribbean nation needs to import more than 10,000 kinds of inputs to guarantee national drug output, including some 5,000 reagents. BioCuba Farmer produces about 1,000 medications, about 80% of which are for public health care system. According to the report, due to U.S. sanctions, Cuba cannot access equipment or technology with more than 10% U.S. components. Jamaica Information Service reports that the Development Bank of Jamaica is providing $1 billion to booster the country's agricultural sector through its new Agribiz facility. The program launched on Tuesday, July 19th at the Ministry of Agriculture and Fisheries in Kingston, and it will provide concessional loans for micro, small, and medium-sized farmers. Farmers and agribusiness entrepreneurs will be able to access loans of up to $30 million at 8.75% for up to 10 years. Portfolio Minister Pernell Charles Jr. endorsed the program as the type of investment that Jamaica and the sector needed. He noted that the facility will serve to boost food security and is signaled with the ministry's Grow Smart, Eat Smart campaign. The agricultural sector currently employs more than 250,000 persons and accounts for some 8.68% of gross domestic product and foreign exchange. Funding under the Agribiz facility will be available through approved financial institutions and microfinance institutions. Antigua Observer reports that Antigua and Barbuda may have officially struck a deal that could see the country become the home port for P&O Cruises' forthcoming new green ship, Arvia. 
A home port is a port where passengers begin or end their cruises, most commonly both. The announcement comes after months of negotiations with the company, which comes from under the Carnival Corporation umbrella. Antigua and Barbuda Tourism Minister Charles Fernandez says, "We have been working with Global Port Holdings. We have been in communication with Carnival UK in home porting of the P&O Arvia, which is scheduled to start in January." 2023. Arvia is set to join P&O's fleet in December and is the company's second ship to run and liquefy natural gas, which is said to help slash a cruise ship's carbon emissions by approximately 30%. Arvia has been billed as the British Cruise Line's most environmentally friendly ship. St. Kitts Nevis Observer reports that St. Vincent and the Grenadines Prime Minister. Ralph Gonzales has hailed Rainforest Caribbean's investment in a new seafood processing facility in that country as the manifestation of CARICOM in action. Rainforest Caribbean has built out a 25,000 square foot state-of-the-art EC $10 million seafood processing facility in St. Vincent as it expands its footprint across the region. The facility is capable of processing live and frozen lobster, conch, sea cucumber, and a wide range of fish. It has been in operation since January, but was officially open on July 15, 2022. According to the report, Benjamin Jardin, business development manager at Rainforest Caribbean, who was responsible for the build-out of the facility in St. Vincent and Grenadines, is now moving on to new projects across the region, including another processing facility in Belize. Apart from St. Vincent and the Grenadines, in its country of Jamaica, Rainforest Caribbean has operations in Belize, where it operates a shrimp farm and processing facility, and warehousing facilities in Barbados and St. Lucia. The company is currently currently scouting other territories within CARICOM for a few other projects and new ideas. Now Grenada reports that Grenadian filmmaker and founder 1261 Film Festival, Mishida Philip, is heading to Switzerland to attend the 75th Locarno Film Festival in August. Philip is one of 18 film directors from the region invited to participate in the first open-door screening in Locarno, focusing on the cinematographic and cultural experiences of Latin America and Caribbean countries. Scars of Our Mother's Dream is a film inspired by Philip's life and shares the experiences of three Grenadians, Dr. Anthony Bridgman, Natasha Lamoth, and Melissa Jeremiah. Philip stated, I am honored to have the scars screened at Locarno and to see that this Grenadian story resonates with so many people globally. The Locarno Film Festival is annually held in August in Switzerland. It is one of the world's longest running and most prestigious film festivals. Jamaica Information Service reports that days after the conclusion of Reggae Sunfest in Montego Bay, Washington, D.C. is now slated to come alive with 
the staging of the second annual DC World Reggae Festival to be held at the RFK Festival Grounds on August 20th and 21st. The two-day festival being staged by Top Tier Management Group in partnership with Pump Station Entertainment will celebrate and honor Jamaica's 60th anniversary of independence. Event organizer Omar Stevenson and Hector Carter says the DC World Reggae Festival is a family-friendly event that promotes world peace. This year's theme is Let There Be Peace on Earth, covering the topics of love, unity, spiritual rejuvenation, and health awareness. According to promoters Stevenson and Carter, the event will include a children's zone, two stages, and local vendors. It will feature international entertainers such as reggae artist Barris Hammond, Beanie Man, Atana, Third World, Raslick, Ja Works, and Nkula. Afrobeats artist Two-Face as well as soca artist Kerwin Dubois and Rupi will also hit the stage alongside local international DJ Renna Stone, Ricky Platinum, Prince Royal, Trigger, Half Crazy, DJ Trini, G Nice, Selassie Sound, DJ Tempo, DJ Superroy, and DJ Majestic. The festival, which blossomed from Caribbean Alive at the Howard Theater in Washington, D.C., will cater not only to Jamaicans, but also extend to Caribbean, African, and urban audiences. And finally, MSN.com reports that after filming for several months, WB's Blue Beetle has officially wrapped productions. Director Angel Manuel Soto has announced via his Instagram story. The blockbuster project finalized principal photography on the Island of Enchantment after filming in several cities, including Atlanta, Georgia, El Paso, Texas, and Santuse, Puerto Rico. This is the first DC film featuring a Latinx superhero, is helmed by Puerto Rican director, adapting a screenplay by Mexican writer Garrett Alcocer. An official synopsis is not available, but we can expect the film to follow the teenage superhero Jamie Reyes, a Mexican-American living in El Paso that discovers an alien scarab called Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle is expected to premiere exclusively in theaters on August 18, 2023. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Wednesday, July 20th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.